0: I got an unsolicited dick pic the other day. From who? <laughs> from, okay, so from an old friend. Okay. And I was like... And it was just so random. It's Were you having a conversation? Nowhere near. Oh! Nowhere near a conversation like that. It was just... And every day, how's your day? Yeah, good. How's your that?
1: Is unsolicited. It was unsolicited. Thriving.
0: You know, to the extreme. Like, is it an old friend that I know? Uh probably not. But damn it, um, <laughs> five years. We've been friends five years. We were My friends. brain was like, Kate, we've been friends for way longer than five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might know. I might, yeah, but he's always been sort of on the scene. Away, like, okay. he's, like he lives far away, the okay. like, Coast. Okay. So, anyway, unsolicited overnight i wake up the next morning oh, i just get this picture worst. and i open it i'm half asleep and i'm like that's a penis and i was like whoa Ugh. i was just like but why? why and there was no context either like did it was just you like ask never i Literally, never not no, like, did you
1: ask him why he sent it oh no no
0: no oh my god i, I just opened me. it and then complete power move Left it on red. <laughs> so
1: mine, that poor guy. Mine would be, <laughs> be like shit. What's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah, good, good, good power move. Because if I didn't yeah. want the want it, which I mean unsolicited, that's what that means, guys.
0: Um, <laughs> I just don't see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna interrupt you. I just don't see the purpose, the attractiveness of the, it. Like it's always a close up, and I'm like, that's because their bro. arms aren't that long. <laughs> no but like i'm like i just don't get it like why can't we start doing that why
1: i'm sure some do but what but, but like there's your power move what do you think if he sends that a would do if he sends a dip what can you imagine if you just sent back a photo of your vagina and just went your move because <laughs> yeah because my my i'm sure they would like that though i used to ask problem. guys what they want me to do with that like if I got an unsolicited, well, one, that's what I did. I'd be I like. What you have I do you want me to do with that? I was and like, they'd be like, "Doesn't it turn you on?" And be like, "Does it turn you <laughs> on?" Like, <laughs> what? I was like, "This why? is just."
0: But why? And I just, I just—that's a quick way. to... Left
1: it. Yeah.
0: And I went on, on it, with it. my day. It's not like I was going to look at that and be like, "Oh shit, I need to drive all the way there now just to sit on that." Like, yeah, right. <laughs> not going to work for me. Sorry. And
1: there's no, in no world. Have I ever met a female who uses a photo of a penis to masturbate to? I've never known one either. Nope. Never. Never. And I remember asking a guy once who sent me an unsolicited dick pic. I asked him. I was like what the hell like what and he was like um it turns girls on and I was like it doesn't sadly I said doesn't he goes yeah my he goes my best friend who is a girl says that that works and I said your best friend who is a girl has a thing for you (laughs) clearly because I don't know she's lying just straight up lying lying (laughs) and just laughing at the fact that you're sending them because it's just like I remember like getting them Back in the day, you'd get them and you'd immediately screenshot, immediately send it to your friends, and it was a conversation piece. It was like, look, and it was always, who sent it? Because someone else in the group knew the guy. And yeah, that was always a really fun time. I hated it. I hate it so much. (laughs) But it's so, it's funny
0: that males are just so uneducated in this sort of thing. It's like, shouldn't be. We
1: talk about it all the time. You
0: could tell, you could tell a male anything that happens on your period and oh. they would believe you yeah. you could be like i shed my whole body in skin like yeah. a snake every month and they'd be like damn be
1: like, i knew it snake. oh so funny it's so true though yeah they need to teach te- like, teenagers that you can take photos all you want if it makes you feel good about yourself fantastic doesn't do a thing for anyone else you don't have that power it's funny how like a photo of a guy topless pants on does that
0: would so motivate much me more. more i know but that's where the whole um romanticizing that's why girls always think uh, guys always think that girls want that romantic yeah. thing because we're all about the lewds and the build-up
1: and i wonder if it's also because we put it inside our body we don't look at it I just don't see. Even when you go down, <laughs> that took such. A moment. Maybe that's why we don't look at it. But they they look at us during sex, and that's what they see. are just so like ah, they get it in me. I can They don't want photos of us downstairs. It's.
0: They I mean, I've really seen take,
1: it, and I don't find it attractive. Like I'm, I'm fascinated like fascinated by that. Now you've said it. I just don't like that makes so much sense though.
0: I'm not I'm not alone and you know, I've taken pictures of it before. Oh god, everyone has. But like I look at the picture and then I'm like I don't I don't see what you want out of that. No, I'm my
1: confused. my favorite is when you're like full-on sexting with someone, you're like also doing the dishes. <laughs> or like, you know, putting clothes away and you're just like <laughs> you texting tap, tap 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 <laughs> Throw my phone and <laughs> <I> keep going. <calling. laughs> You're yeah, like, oh, it. scrub me so good. Duly, delete, no. That's the wrong one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. So thank you for being um, the initial topic of the podcast today. <laughs> that. Was- oh, okay. Let's move into our, uh, our real topic. Um, so I've had a lot
1: of people send you dick pics. You. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs>
0: No, I've had a lot of people um, in my inner circle mm-hmm. starting businesses within the last 12 months.
1: You have and to survive these days.
0: <laughs> being um, a small business owner for a long time now, I can tell you that I have flogged myself for it, Like, and it is hard work. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what keeps you going long term in a small business because the turnaround is not... I'd um, love to know. ...is not good at the start the turnaround is oh, not no valued at the start even and if
1: you hit and you get like you know you start making thousands of dollars immediately to sustain that is hard. insane
0: yeah so a lot of starting business is you know 90% work 10% turnaround yeah and I just wanted to I just wanted to talk like about it because of- talk about it because you know uh, we spoke about hustle culture and we spoke about everyone stressing out because they had to be doing 10 million things all yep. day every day and I just want wanted other people to know that it's not a taboo subject like you are allowed to struggle in your business you mm. are allowed to make mistakes and so and it is normal definitely normal. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's
1: not send help
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I am the queen of struggling in a small business um but no, POV, I'm going to be trendy like the kids.
1: POV. Oh, you were until you said that. <laughs> until you said I'm going to be trendy. I never
0: even figured out what it was and I didn't quite know how to use it. But That's fine. POV, um, a small business owner, motivation versus consistency. In yeah. Um, and they don't
1: go hand in hand.
0: No. So at the start of your business, and you would have found this too, when you yeah. first started up, motivation peaked. And yeah. you would be like solely focused on your business and... It's like a lot of other things, you know, it's not an immediate turnaround. Yeah. So having that, like, I'm going to put a hundred percent, 110% effort yeah. in and it's your sole focus and you do it for two weeks and then you're like, nothing's
1: happening. Yeah. Um, why am I not a millionaire yet? Yeah, yeah. It's
0: the same thing in a fitness journey. It's the same thing in a counsel- um, counseling yep, 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 and wellness yep. journey. So, um, you can't sustain that motivation all the time. So, um, a few like little tips and tricks and just like relatability when it comes to starting your own business, just to know that you're not doing it wrong. You are like, as long as you are trying and you're showing up, you're up for yourself, Yeah, you're going to succeed. You are going to succeed. Motivation will come and go, but the consistency is the important part and going with the ebbs and flows of motivation, the dips and rises, you know, yeah, you gotta work with it unfortunately it is a natural thing that comes with starting a business. So it's,
1: I think why it's so important to figure out a good routine for yourself because like early I've realized that creating content, I love creating content. I love getting um, being able to get online and like create something amazing. Love the that but I don't want to be doing it every single day. So I've learnt that I need to create a content planner and I need to spend my most creative days getting everything done Mm -hmm. so that my business is working for me and not the other way around for the rest of the month. Yeah. And that has been tremendous. Like when I fall at the moment, I'm I'm in a lull of that. Mm. I'm not feeling really creative. And so I'm not posting as much, but if I had created everything. For the entire month, when I was, I'd be sweet. Yeah, because it just it it would provide consistency. And that
0: is one of the um, things that I wanted to talk about a little bit, like managing motivation and consistency yeah. in that way. Because like, I would go gun ho for two weeks, and then I would fall down because it would be too much, yeah. and then I would stress, and then I'd pick back up, and it was just a roller coaster. So, I want to start with building owning a business one hundred and one. Let me just tell you, day dot, it is difficult. Mm -hmm. The work may not be difficult. Initially, you know, there's like not a lot of work on, you kind of like floundering Mm -hmm. around, but there's so much, if you've got that emotional backing, there is so much, you know, like there can be anxiety, stress, you know, am I doing the right thing? So it's not the work itself necessarily that is
1: difficult. It is everything encompassed. I would tenfold agree. I feel like when you first start a business, it's like you have this great idea so everyone is going to agree with you and unfortunately and I say this with kindness everyone did agree with me Mm. you know they're all like yeah you should do that that's gonna be such great like this is gonna be there's so many people you're gonna help so many Mm. people are gonna reach you and then you have either like nobody and like even at the moment you go through I haven't had a new client in months yeah I've got consistent clients, but I haven't got a new client. Mm. And so, like, you have to appreciate that there are going to be times where you're not going to be as relevant or people aren't going to be able to afford things or, um, you know, or everyone says they'll do it and then they don't. Yeah, dips
0: and and rises. So that's exactly right. And it's, it's finding the foundations, like, of your motivation, bringing value to that. And that's also where anxiety can come in because no one starts a business well i don't know anyone that does that starts a business that doesn't have a personal attachment to yeah. what they're selling or their service yeah. or you know what i mean so um when it doesn't go as you planned or or when something does go wrong um it's almost a personal reflection yeah you, know or what I mean? a per- you
1: take it as a personal attack yeah exactly yeah. right so knowing that
0: business has those moments do not beat yourself up personally for it um Finding your foundations, motivation is, you start. like I said, you start off with motivation, you get, like, some of the foundation laid, and then you're like, ah, I lost motivation because another life stress would have come up. You're moving yeah. house, you have relationship issues, something would have, may have thrown you off. Um, and that's where it's so important to, you've got to find that, like you said, structure so that even when life around you is on fire, yeah. you can come back to that, Monday I do this. Tuesday. Yeah, the accountability. Status. Yeah, it's that um, consistency in that way, and just understanding that you can't, you're not a robot, so you
1: can't do you can Some days you just can't do it. You know, and I think it's okay to tell people. I mean, depending on your business, obviously, I think if you're a concreter, that's a little bit weird. Mm. Um, it probably doesn't, you know, hit the right mark. But for us, because we're in a helping industry, if you go quiet on social media for a week and then you were to pop up on stories and be like, "I had a really tough week last week, and I just looked after myself." I would see that as relevant to your business and I would be almost, well, I would admire that in you as opposed to seeing you post absolute random bullshit photos of like a duck or like, you know, a photo from like 2014 and like some bullshit caption. I think that there's a difference. yeah, And I hope that people understand the biggest thing I've learned is that it's okay to outsource I don't pay people to do my stuff but I I invested in a coach Mm. because I felt I was in that lull of like I don't know what's next I don't know how to do the next bit so I went and asked somebody
0: yeah and and that comes back to that like authenticity like you said you know if you're putting up that front on social media saying like business is great business is great like you know, and, and it's not in the in the background it's just it's
1: people can see right through it sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it and it's not consistent in reflection of that. Yeah. So <clears throat> finding your consistency and finding that schedule is that's something that I wish I did initially. Um, because I was just sort of throwing throwing myself around. Al- aligning something. your values and making an emotional tie to the business is so essential for consistency because even when your motivation dips which it will Mm -hmm. you've got that emotional drive emotion is the most powerful tool that you can use you've got that emotional value backing you so that even when you don't feel like doing it you're like i need to do it yeah Um, building from the ground up it's the hardest part they say it takes five years to start a business i can absolutely vouch for that it takes such a long time especially if you've never been in small business before to lay that foundation that you can mm. build from. You first have to figure out your service. Yeah. Then how to approach it. Then yeah. how to sell it. And then and, it, it, it and does then you build have to through. start
1: again because you realise that's not how you want it to be. Because COVID comes through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you rebrand. And yeah. there is a lot of stumbling around like Bambi in yeah. the first five years. And once you've laid those foundations, you've aligned your values you've stayed consistent for that long that is when you can build and sort of develop into your niche and really have fun with it after that yeah um and that's a lot with aligning your values and your emotion behind it setting boundaries early big one okay Kate, you want to tell us about setting boundaries setting boundaries I will because when I first started my business I loved it so much that I would work 12 14 hours a day correct I would work 14 hours a day so setting that boundary and making sure that you come first because especially in
1: small business without you there's no business. People don't give that enough credit. And I think we do work ourselves and we get to the point where we're like no, we can do this. I can do this. I can do this because it's mine. I don't want to like have to hand over anything or I, if if yeah. I feel like it's failing, I feel like I'm failing. Yes. Um so I find that that is the biggest struggle for me with motivation is if I'm not in the mood to create, put out there, um, and with especially with coaching and even with your business, we do so much sales. Mm. And I remember thinking when I first left school, I remember thinking I'm never going into sales. I could never say I could never sell a product, right? And yet, here I am trying to sell you my service. If you
0: have a small business, you're in sales.
1: You're in sales. You have to basically convince people that they need your product. And your product, unfortunately, is you. Yes. So, like, trying to get... And then it all stems down to the limiting beliefs, the imposter syndrome, like, all the things that come in and ruin your motivation. So, making sure... So, for example, in your case,
0: making sure that, you know, if you're selling counseling, you are doing your affirmations. You are Uh, walking your talk. You are living and breathing counseling. It doesn't happen all the time. It absolutely doesn't, but you need to make sure that you are filling up your cup, putting yourself first. And then that just flows into your business.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where, again, it comes back to being okay to say, I've been off my meditation game, yeah. but this is how I got back onto it. And it's more about relatability, I guess, in that sense. Building your authentic self. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Because
0: your clients understand that you have a life just like them and you go through highs and lows just like them. But the difference is you're the one who's teaching them how to get back up
1: exactly again.
0: So, um, and that again is where the consistency comes in, you know, like you drop motivation, but you know that you're going to pick yourself back up. You're not just going to close business. That'd be crazy <laughs> like sometimes sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I really I want to say, no. um and that and sometimes we cry
1: <laughs> well <a> I laughed. I think also consistency comes through like obviously you being consistent but then you almost because you are consistent you expect your business to stay con- consistent too doesn't work and it way. just doesn't like no. You have, to be my, you have to be really ready to be okay with going with that flow because yeah. you're going to have months where you just don't make as much money and then you have these great months and then you sit on top of the world and then you fall down again. Yeah. So the highs and lows are so much heavier when you Ooh, run your own business. That's definitely something that I wish I knew when I started.
0: So, you know, like I was an absolute mess for so long, for like 12, 14 months. I was a mess and I would cry like every day it was just very stressful um but it is those those moments where you're like this is absolutely a failure yeah that make you if you are consistent they make and they motivate you and they rise you back up to okay here's a problem what can we do to solve it yeah
1: how have I solved it before yeah yeah
0: yeah. here's the next hurdle and you learn and then you grow that way and that's why it takes such a long time um so, and it's like like I said, it's like a roller coaster. You're you're on a roller coaster with no seatbelt, all you've got is hope. All you've got is hope. And that's why it's so important to have that emotional tie yeah. because having that hope, having that faith and having that trust in yourself is what is going to keep you consistent. Not yeah. necessarily motivated, consistent. And like I said before, not forgetting about yourself in the process. So making sure that your cup is full, um, your consistency. And that's the thing, like consistency can change with your motivation. Yeah. You may be originally, say you're originally posting, um, a video or a photo on Facebook every single day. Mm. I don't know if they still use Facebook, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, understanding that life gets busy,
1: you know, like you can be consistent and post three a day.
0: Uh, Three a week, sorry.
1: I find that, and again, like we talked about in the last episode, like I have seriously considered being a social media coach because I, I don't know, I just do. I don't understand what people say to me. I need to be posting something every single day, like something of substance every single day i was like i'm sorry they're the they're the accounts i unfollow mm. because they are on it's too much it's too mm. much i would rather i think the power of stories like the power of that fleeting thing is a little bit more now especially like i will go through stories and see what everybody is up to mm. and i will take in the information what resonates with me stays with me and that's what i was supposed to see but when I'm scrolling through my feed, if everything is from a business, I tend to start on following or I start muting because I'm not on social media to see what businesses are doing. Yeah. Um so I find that if you are posting every 3 day, every couple of days makes more sense mm. because then you pop back up in someone's memory. Yes. Or like and yeah, and not so much of like I don't want to see what program you're offering every single time. I love the relatability of it. Mm. Um as well. Like, I'd love to be able to see, like, this is what's going on in my life. Mm. And, hey, I've got this other thing that, you know, helps or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I- yeah. it's not just in social media either so you can still maintain consistency maybe not at the level that you did when you first started because you were highly motivated at that but you also
1: shouldn't be you shouldn't be working that hard for your business years down the track yeah like at some point your business it has to flip and your business has to start working for you otherwise it will not be sustainable that's it you will burn out you will crash it won't be fun anymore so as your motivation dips that doesn't mean that
0: you, have, that you are no longer consistent Yeah. because your consistency will flow with your motivation. You know, I if you say, you know, yourself in your business, you know, like, I'm sick this week, yeah. so can we do counselling sessions on Zoom, not yep. in person? And that will sort of bring that back. And it's not that you're not being consistent, you're yeah. still seeing the same clients, but it works for you in that sort of That's way. Right. Your motivation's a little bit, you know, dripped as yeah. a, like obviously because you're sick but it w- letting your business work for you in that way yeah. is um essential so just understanding that even though you're not motivated right now doesn't mean that you failed it doesn't exactly. mean that in and knowing that if even if you make a mistake in your business or it's not serving you for the first few years because let me tell you it doesn't um <laughs> it's not a reflection of you or how hard you're working. So it's not like you need to go and bust it all night, all day, every day. You just need to understand that it takes time um, and consistency in that way. So don't beat yourself up. That's like really what I wanted to bring to that, to the topic today. Because I'm sure a lot of people out there, was the same as me when I first started, I was like, I need to be on it 24 seven, otherwise it's gonna fail and I'm gonna be a failure. It's definitely not the case. It def- it. It's a long road. Yeah, it really Enjoying it is probably the best piece of advice I could say, enjoying it well, a long not way.
1: everybody has the ability and the privilege to start a business around something they enjoy doing. Mm. You know, I think about people, and obviously that's not everybody, but, like, our friends who want to be business owners, but they don't or don't have the money to or Whatever it is, whatever belief they put in place and – to obstruct them doing that they have to work for somebody else and that kills them mm. and so if you are in a position where you're like i get to start this side hustle this business whatever i'm going to work for myself take pride in the fact that you can and that you even do when yeah. you sign up for your abn celebrate that yeah when you create the social media site for it the celebrate beans. that you know Ooh. When you hand out a business card, or you get a client, or anything like that, celebrate those moments because they become part of the memory. And even if you end up shutting your business down for a little while and picking it back up later,
0: yeah,
1: it's totally okay. fine. Like it's, I think, I mean, I took a lot of influence from you with business because, huh? well, because nice. you, you, <laughs> she says hair flip. off it, uh, <laughs> I'm a professional. stop it, but keep telling me. <laughs> no, but I think. Like I love, I would love to be able to know that my everyday life is what I make it mm. and that um, I don't have to go and work for somebody else. I'm very fortunate that my everyday job is a part-time situation and it's doing the same thing I'm doing for my own business. So yeah. I get still get a lot out of it, but I can't wait for the day where that becomes the side business for yeah. me and I don't need that income. I think it's important for people to work
0: for someone else before starting their business. You learn a lot about management, hey? A lot. And not only that, it gives you that drive. You know, if you go in there seething every single day, like, yeah. I hate my job. That is the emotional backing yeah. that you need to go and take that first step in starting the business. Yeah. It's hard. It's not easy to take that first step.
1: Yep. <laughs> but it is definitely worth it. And it's... Takes curveball number two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it, A lot of people who, if you're wondering, you know, oh, do I, don't I, do it. It is just, it's hard work, but because you love it, it's worth it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It takes years, but... Know you're in it for the long haul too. Like, you are not starting your business to get all your money and be sorted. And, like, look, some people do. Some people have luck of the draw and they get that. Yeah, we don't like those people. But (laughs) but (laughs) it's, it's about, like, what this episode really focuses on is the sustainability of that so Mm. like just not beating yourself up when your motivation is low not beating yourself up when suddenly you're not showing up Mm -hmm. in the way you were last week and the week before like take that and figure out a different way to show up you know whether that's I don't know whatever but I just can't imagine that it would feel good and like I've been in that that position where I literally thought I'm going to have to shut down my business. I've not got any new, new clients. Like nothing is happening again. And instead of shutting down my business, I invested in mentorship, which is the difference. So I think it's about really listening to what's going on. And look, at the end of the day, you could turn around tomorrow and go, I'm selling all the gym stuff. I'm done. I'm just going to go work for somebody else. It's 10 times easier. The people around you would be shocked, but they would support you, Mm. um, through that Mm. so like it's okay to to essentially feel like you fail I think sometimes we just have to move the goalposts with success like what does success look like everything happens
0: at the right time as well so you know if you started your business three years ago and you're like I'm still struggling it's still not even off the ground yet it may be because you're in a position that you're not ready to take on a huge success you
1: know what I mean like you are not your processes I'd, aren't in place, like you're still building, you're still trying to figure out your niche, yeah, I understand yeah. that. So, yeah. it, it's all,
0: like, everything comes at the right time, and that's why consistency is so important, because when that right time comes around, yeah. you've got that foundation ready to go. I would um, agree. But yeah, I'm glad
1: that we, there's a lot of my friends actually starting businesses, I'm very excited. It excited seems like the way forward, It just in the sense that, like, not everyone is an entrepreneur, not everybody's going to be their own boss. But for the rest of us who struggle to work for somebody else, Mm. you know, like I think that's something I find really hard is that I can't go to the extent of what my qualifications are in my current job. So like when I started my business and my business tailored to a certain group of people. So Mm. I think that having that freedom and I loved being able to know that like one day a week I do set aside for my business. I work minimally for myself and on the other days Mm. but one day I don't work for ASQ so I just work for myself Mm. and like today so I know that I can schedule in podcast recording because that's still part of what I'm doing supporting the build of my business that's cool yeah so I think it's just about creating different
0: avenues um I found that I when I worked with someone else I didn't have motivation at all
1: I really struggled to
0: find it every morning waking up out of bed like I don't even want to go in yeah yeah But having your own business really changes that. Yeah. Really changes that.